Ben X. Ben X. Well, my name is Rufus X. For the people that are on and are are joining us, there's a little question box at the bottom. So if you guys have a question while we're in conversation, just drop it in there and it'll flash up on the screen and we'll ask because we're about to talk about some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Are we really going to get to it? Be getting all up in the conversation. You don't even uh, get these people questions here. Okay, Brother Ben, you got to ask to join. Ask to join us so we could bring you in. Do the uh, do the request, and we'll bring you on. Okay, we are the introduction short. We are Rufus and Jenny Triplett, and we are a husband and wife team, and we talk a lot about marriage because we've been married 30 years, and we talk about business because we've been entrepreneurs over half of our lives with serial entrepreneurs with multiple businesses, which we have now. And uh, we talk about activism because... Um, we both just have that spirit about uh, fighting for our rights. I did not set the police car on fire, though. We ain't do none of that. Hmm? We ain't do none of that. All right. I ain't called no destruction. Let's bring on our guests. All right. Don't forget. I don't mind destructing, though. Don't forget. Drop in the comments. Tell us where you're joining us from. And if you have any questions, do that as well. Let's bring on our guest. We really need some music with this part because, huh? you know, IG is not quick with connections, right? Okay. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. Salam Salam. Hey, we love an on-time brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man, they say on-time is late. Okay. Um, been looking forward to this. So, And we have a lot to talk about. So I'm going to do a short introduction, and then we'll just get, like, all into the good stuff and everything, okay? All right. All right. Joining us tonight is an author, an entrepreneur, a speaker, a motivator, an innovator, and a digital real estater. See how I did that? Hmm? See how I did that? What you trying okay. to rhyme? L L nine. L L Yeah, and he's young enough to be like our son. So. We fin the vibe, all right? This is the inter- hey, my son. You ain't tell me about no other son. This is an intergenerational conversation, brother Ben X. I like thanks so much for being here. Well, ladies salam. I thank y'all for having me uh, on y'all platform, and I thank y'all for what y'all doing for the community and uh, deciding to do shows like this. Oh, alhamdulillah. We gotta, you know, we busybody, so we gotta talk about. I it. I want to hear okay. more about my son. I don't know about. Okay, we finna <laughs> ask him. Okay. <laughs> This ain't no Maury conversation. All right. First of all, the disclaimer. Okay. Brother Ben X, he is the nation of Islam. We are not. And we are not saying that in a derogatory way because we come together on the oneness of Allah. But we always, being black and Muslim, we always end up explaining that to people. And, you know, what you belong, what you belong, people are making assumptions. Okay. So that's first of all the disclaimer. All right. Second of all, we're going to talk about the do for self. We're going to get to that part, but we would be remiss if we did not talk about current events and what's going on, my brother. I ain't remorseful. We, we got to talk about what's going on, my brother, my brother, my brother. And coming from your perspective and your generation, how do you feel about the protests? Um, <clears throat> I feel like, uh, to be honest, that everything is needed. I am a believer in um, operational unity. Um, I am a believer in the heart, not 
not condemning the lung, the lung not condemning the liver, meaning that uh, the protest may not be a one person's way, but uh, it's effective in many ways as well. It may create awareness. It may cause certain groups to change laws. It may cause certain groups to move faster than they would in the first place. So I am actually um, uh, excited and I am proud of all of the young people who showing their fearlessness um, and their spirit done during this time. There's much that could be happening. Um, and I know in the Bible, it talks about the dry bones not coming together and moving until the winds blow. And I feel like this was a wind. And this is also a microcosm of the macrocosm of what could be done in our community. This is a show and a very small maybe example of that we can unite. Um, but when it comes to the protest phase two, for me, I would just like to see us also take that energy and that unity that we have and then move it to something that three months from now, once this thing is kind of wind down, we still have that same unity and energy that they have out there. There you go. There you go. And we were just talking about the other, other night. I can't remember exactly which case it is because we're always having so many cases that we're protesting about. But there was a, a protest to nowhere. Like people were out marching every night and they were just wandering. I think it was. In, oh, it was going to go somewhere. In San Francisco, it was somewhere out west and they were just marching, marching. And then eventually it just died down. It was like, OK, what you know, what happened with that? It, it went it went nowhere. There was no legislation. There were no demands. There were no plan. You know, was it local, national, regional? What I mean, there was nothing. Hey, look, them young, them young folks out there just want to just be seen right now. They ain't ready for if the uh, like the Black Panthers was uh, when they wanted to come draw guns. The, the Black Panthers don't do guns. See, they, ain't, they ain't ready for that right there. But as far as showing their presence and letting it be known how they feel, hey, my hat is off to these young folks for what they're doing. And you yeah. have to. If them police come with them weapons, though, they ain't going to be ready. You have to because it's generational. Like, you know, have you had any incidents, you know, with police? Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been I've been pulled over uh, one time. Um, I had some a, a warrant that I forgot about. I honestly didn't know I had. I was driving uh, maybe like three o'clock in the morning going to FedEx, and uh, I guess I was speeding. No, I had uh, my my lights was too bright. I didn't have my lights fixed, so my bright lights was on. So me and the police passed. And he turned around and came, he got, uh, came and got me. It was like pitch black, like in the middle of nowhere, really. And what's crazy is uh, my GPS made me turn that way. And I've never, and it never took me that way like ever before. So I'm like, okay, what is this? So I'm going, go past the police. He turned around and pulled me over. And I was in jail for a couple of hours until I got, uh, got bailed out. Wow. Yeah. You Other know, than that, you know, just some little speed tickets and stuff like that. I, I drive kind of fast. Yeah, well, you well, you live to tell the story. Hey, and and, uh, and as long as uh, you have to stay long, you have to get butt naked either. Yeah, people butt naked up in there. They like looking at people's stuff. I don't know. Seriously. <laughs> okay, there there's always been. I mean, he has instances. We can sit here and talk about it because we're a little bit older. We could talk. Yeah, about they it, had their knee on my neck at one point. Dude, huh? Dude. Hey, they had me down. Dude, okay, we <laughs> we try to get to some stuff. And you also have kids. So how do you talk to them about race and dealing with the police? Uh, the two children that I have, um, they know about separation. And uh, I don't really talk to them about the police. They're, they're young. They, you know, he's only four. Um, as that, you know, as he grow, he'll know about it. 
Um, but my but our whole thing is separation. I, I honestly rarely see the police. Um, only you know when I'm driving to the office or something like that, because we kind of stay out the way and we don't move to many places. Um, so he just understands what the police is for, and as long as we doing, we supposed to be doing our righteousness will sustain us, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said. We ain't doing nothing wrong, and um, just try to separate, so we ain't got to run into him. And now you got that new whip, so you might get stopped a little bit more, right? <laughs> hey, hey, I'll tell you how to teach a four-year-old. You take a, you buy him a police car, and you buy him a regular car, and say, this is you, and this is the other people. When he come behind you, and then he keep on driving, stop the car, say, ah, that was pulling up. That sounds like a Mr. Rogers hmm? skit. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. The NOI has always gotten the reputation, you know, about being militant and radical and, you know, and all the good type of stuff. But if you look at the or origins, it was always about justice and equality. Okay, justice and equality. So how do you overcome the stigmatism, you know, of being NOI? Ex ex expound on what you mean. Um, well, I, even, got a reputation. even before I thought about this question, um, I saw something that you were doing yesterday trying to clear up some myths, you know, and misconceptions um in in regards to uh some things so there like i said there's a, a stigmatism that comes that you're going to be radical just like with, with being muslim people feel that you're going to be radicalized in some type of way so how do you overcome that stigmatism because we're always educating you know people who make very ignorant statements in regards to islam um Number one, when it comes to the lies, of course, like I did yesterday or any other time, I just put the truth up. Um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said we never get into the gutter with them. We never attack people personally, go after their families and things of that nature like other YouTubers and people may get in the gutter and do. Uh, we just hurl truth their falsehood until we knock out his brains like the Quran says. So I just put up the truth about it, you know. So so when they lie and they say the Quran says this and they're only bringing you the other verse, they're not talking about how the Muslims was attacked first. I just show the actual truth about it. And uh, other than that, the stigma or whatever anybody else thinks about the Nation of Islam, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, you never have to condemn a dirty glass, just put a clean one next to it. And so I just try to strive to be the, the greatest example that I can be. And as long as I can be an example, you can say what you want to say. But if I am a product of what you're talking about, then I'm the example. So do you see me doing that? Do you see me out acting crazy? Do you see me out destroying my community? Or do you see me helping? Well, I got this from the nation. Because before the Nation of Islam, I was just a basketball player. I wouldn't be doing none of this stuff that I'm doing right now. Because I would have been focused on basketball and still playing basketball, not really worried about the liberation of our people as I am now. So I just try to be the best example that I can be and let the work speak for itself. I may respond here and there uh, because there are a lot of people who are gullible. There are a lot of people who look and they believe the first video they see or they believe the first comment they see. So I may respond back here and there. But for the most part, I just try to let my work speak. Okay. Okay. I see a lot of people still coming into the room. If you guys missed the first part of what I said, we are taking questions. There's a little box at the bottom. So if you guys have a question, you could pop it up on the screen and, you know, we'll answer a few, even though we have a lot to talk about here and, and still going on, we'll try to get your questions, um, questions in and questions answered. Okay.
so with that being said, trying to be the best of examples uh, and different things, what has been like your bi biggest challenge, like overcoming? You know, they, they, they mess with you like they mess with us. We don't have like a million followers. We don't have like all of that, but we, we are subject to suppression. Um, we're subject to surveillance. We've been called by the FBI a couple of times. You've been called by the FBI? I don't know, but we've been called. The FBI has called us a couple of times. Man. And, um, we're, we're, you know, we experience just, just all kinds of things. I, I know that they shut down your, your uh, YouTube. You know, they, they mess with that. Oh, so they're shutting down, too? They're shutting down. Oh, they're shutting down. Shutting down. down huh? Yeah, so how do you um, overcome, you know, those challenges? Um, yeah, yeah, give us some pointers. If you overcame, we all need to overcome. Yeah, because I'll be over here saying some choice words, but yeah, what you got? <laughs> um, I think my biggest challenge is um, really getting people to listen. I've been very frustrated this week. Uh, I'm just now finding my peace again um, because many people ask for leaders. Many people ask for mm -hmm. advice and many people ask for guidance, but many people don't listen. And mm -hmm. uh, I really have an optimistic mind and I understand everybody isn't going to make it. I understand everybody isn't going to comprehend. And I understand many people, uh, their mission is to misunderstand. And for me, I have such an optimistic mind uh, you know, just with even business uh, that I expect everybody to understand and I want everybody to get it. So like when when somebody asks for something, I'm like, OK, how can I help them out? How can I put it in the easiest way for them to understand? And then you have people who when you give it to them, they say, well, how do I get started? You have people when you give them the step by step, three step process, they say they do the total opposite of what you said. You have mm -hmm. people when they tell you to do something then you do it. And they still ask for it when they're commenting on the actual video or content that they ask for, they still asking for it in the comment section. So I think just getting our people to understand and really um, take accountability and know that it's not going to all be on the leaders or it's not going to all be on somebody else. Because the moment we think that way, when that leader dies physically, we will, we will think that we don't have any hope. So if my thing is on the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan alone and he has to speak and if and if he doesn't give me any guidance today, then I'm going to be then what am I going to do when he passes? He's 87 years old. Mm -hmm. Whomever I'm looking up to when they physically go, what am I going to look up to? So I have to learn to keep my faith in Allah or God. I have to learn to seek refuge in Allah and I have to understand that it's not about the finite body. But it's about the infinite or infinite wisdom and knowledge that dwells within inside of a person. It's about following the truth, no matter what being that is coming in. And once people can realize that, I think we'll move forward as a people because so many people right now are waiting for other people to do something for them that they yes. already have the power to do for themselves. Yes. So I think that's been my biggest struggle, getting people to digest the content in a way where they don't have to keep asking all these questions and they can get a mindset that makes them want to go have a hunger for knowledge, wisdom, and solutions as well so that they won't have children asking them what they're doing. Because the same way that we look up to leaders, we got children that's going to look up to you. And our children is not going to take an Instagram influencer or leader online or leader that's living in another city as an excuse for why I didn't do for my children. And that's what I be striving to get them to understand. But it can be frustrating when people don't.
Man, yeah, I, 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 I used to get frustrated, but you know what I do now? I say, uh, here go X, Y, Z. And they come back and say, well, what was Y? I just told you. Right. Go look you need it to up. go back or, and, you know, and check it out. Or, or take some notes, you know, or something. But, you know. I ain't going to sit here all day and babyfy you with what you It's kind of like, you know, when you send somebody to the store, you know the eggs are in the store, but they want you to tell you what aisle, you know, what kind to buy. <laughs> How much it's gonna cost? Where them, the package is? You know, is it to the left? Exactly. Is it to the, the right? Like, oh, you, you don't want to do no know, work at all. Yeah, they, well, don't wanna, they don't want to go in and have to figure it out. You know it's there. You know the eggs is in the store. They're there. But <laughs> but if if, if if again that took away my frustration, but not, I I'm, I don't do frustration. Period. No more. Frustration ain't in my vocabulary. Yeah, and somebody else said, yeah, how to chew them? Yeah, exactly. They want you to tell you everything. And I love like in this time. See this young boy get it. This young boy right here. Yeah, that's what I wanted him. That's what I wanted him here. Oh my job. Okay, had to be here. But um, that's why I love during this time how the celebrity culture has been disrupted. You know how the celebrity worship culture has been kind of disrupted, and they're looking more for community leaders. You know to do something. So that's those are challenges. But um, so what's been the easiest? What, you know, like what's been the easy breezy like? You know, just so easy to do. Um, create content that is uh, that is impactful. Uh, that's my lane. Being able to create. I mean, I can do. People think literally that I uh, have a team that posts my stuff. People think that I got videos that schedule because I'm able to post so much. Uh, I had a brother said, man, how are you posting so much, man? I, you know, because he can get like maybe two a day and I can get up to like 15. And uh, mm -hmm. that's my lane, being able to produce content, go out and find content that's relevant to the time to feed people what they need. Going back to find articles um, that can relate to the times and, and, and give people the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and the medicine that they can use for this particular time, I think that's my particular lane, being able to create that content and, and, and feed it on social media, on, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. I know how to be live on Instagram and live on Facebook and live on YouTube. At the same time, I know how to do all this kind of technical stuff to get the information out uh, to the people. So that's my lane. Well, that, See, that's them young folks. Yeah, that's it is. Now that, that rolls straight into my next question. You said it. You you set it up um, perfectly because uh, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna say our age. I'm Ooh. proud of my age. Ooh. Oh, I got my technology anyway, girl. Uh, I'm on my stuff. <laughs> you come from a generation that grew up totally with like the internet. Totally, social media probably met you in middle school. Like, do you even okay. know what AOL yeah. sound like? Yeah. And you're, you know, on these platforms, you know, but somebody like us, you know, who has a following that's, they, they say we, we bridge the gap, a lot of our following, because our demographics are like all over the place. Actually, our biggest, Ooh, we got uh, an 85 year old one. We got some older mm. people yet, a lot of older people, but our well, biggest sweet spot is like 25 to 34. That's the biggest sweet spot of people who follow us. And we are dumbfounded by that. Who done? Hey girl, I, I know math. Look, I'm I'm smart in some ways. Okay, so we're dumbfounded by that, but it's it's challenging, like the technicality and trying to get people to understand. I'm still on Facebook because most of our older people, that's fifty and older, are on Facebook. 
Okay. Well, what are they you're a woman? I'm still trying to get people to understand. They don't do Twitter because they don't know how to tweet. They don't understand it. I'm still trying to get them to understand how to come over on IG, you know, and set up an account and different things like that. She Digital doing that. I gave up. Challenge. I mean, we are talking about um, a, a demographic of people who grew up with startups. Well, and you can give them a link, it. and they can't even hit the link. <laughs> yeah. What, what more do you want somebody to yeah. do? I gave you the link. Probably have that. So, so someone who is technically challenged like that, how do how do they even start? How do you tell them to start? Yeah, help us out. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the first? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake, or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS Tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. Um, start with uh, step number one, if it's Instagram. Um, and, I, and I always ask people this, and I ask y'all, if y'all started with Facebook and for the past 200 days, you learn one thing about Facebook, would you understand Facebook like an, uh, like an experienced person? If you, for the past 200 days, the last 200 days, uh, looked at your Instagram, you said, this week I'm going to focus on learning how to do hashtags. This week I'm going to focus on how to post videos. This week I'm going to focus on how to do the, the photos. This week I'm going to focus on how to DM. By the time we get to this interview, y'all to be y'all to be masters of Instagram. And so for me, it's just about putting the time in because I don't think it's about age. I think it's about effort and work um, because there's 75 year olds. There's 60 year olds that know how to work YouTube. There are 40 and 50 year olds that know how to work Facebook. So Brother Ben X, yes, I'm in my 20s. However, I didn't learn. I, didn't, I don't know how to use Instagram until I got on it and started using it. I didn't know how to use Facebook until I got on and started using it. In fact, in some lanes, I don't know how to do the Facebook Did ads, you say how to do your, brother your yeah. yeah, how to do your conversions hey, and all hey, that different stuff. Yes, is sir. Is there any uh, relation to Malcolm? Well, no, it's uh, well, you know how he got his ex. So, I was trying uh, to figure out if the ex had anything to do with. It. Why didn't you just ask him how I he got the ex instead of asking him? I did him ask him how he got the ex. You he know, might've, he might have been a lady. You know, Malcolm is our soul brother, right? He's hmm? our number Malcolm one X? soul brother. I don't know Malcolm yeah. X. I just so know about it. Instead him. of asking him, just ask him how he got the ex. Why he chose the oh. ex? You know, his mama didn't name him ex. He had oh, his mama might he might have came from the lineage. <laughs> so the, so so the um so I think people should just take their time and, and, and do one thing at a time and focus on what they don't know and then just spend a lot of time there and then move on to the next thing because I think there's uh something called over analysis paralysis when you got so many things you're trying to figure out to where you don't do nothing at all. Uh, you don't get anything done at all. So I will focus yes. on one platform at a time. Maybe I'm, this month I'm going to do Instagram. Oh Next month I'm going to do yes. Facebook. Next month I'm going to do YouTube. And then shoot in three, four months, I think everybody will be uh, updated on how to use social media.
And then okay. repetition. I've been doing this since 2010. So I tell my students in my digital real estate class, just go. You know, you're going to regret it when you 200 days from now, you're like, dang, I still haven't started. Like, I didn't start off perfect. My videos didn't start off looking like they look. The way I speak didn't start off how I speak. You got to put in the time and the effort right. like you do anything else. Yeah, like working out. Like, that's why I don't. But anyway. All right. I so do. <laughs> let's talk about. I got one ad. Dude, you do not work out. I got one ad, though. I'm, I'm helping it out. You must work out when I'm asleep because yes. I don't see it. My one ad is strong. You forget we live together. It's so strong. I, all right. Anyway. We have we have books and um, one of our books. Let me show people our books. One of our books, Surviving Marriage in the Twenty First Century: Thirteen Easy Tips to Help You Get to Twenty Years and Beyond. For those who didn't see it, the introduction, and everything. We've been married thirty years, with thirty and a half years, and be thirty-one in October. So and I felt every thirty of it too. We wrote this book like what's this 2020 we wrote this book like seven years ago okay not knowing if it was gonna ride about or anything like that right the book has sold over a hundred thousand copies and but we don't have a hundred thousand followers and so i always try to explain to people you don't necessarily have to have a large following in order to sell a product Okay, because somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, and you also have to do the offline work. So, talk about how you integrate the offline with the online. Everything that I do is online. So, uh, you know, I'm just oh, he ain't even offline. No, I'm the, I'm, he, I'm, no, he, no, he's out in the community and he makes his face known. So, everything that he do. Well, I thought online. you were talking about business wise. Yeah, business, but see, that's a part of your brand. Yeah, yeah. Man. When you're seen out in the community, when you're seen, yeah, that's still a part, part of, of. That's still a part of your brand. Believe that. Well, when I when you know when I go out, that's about you know community work. I'm giving them you know it's about you know that kind of things. But I get what you're saying. Well, I guess for me, um, I guess the I guess the online, uh, no, I guess the offline reinforces the online for my mm -hmm. brand there you and, go. And, and and who I am there because when I go door to door. In the communities, uh, and these communities ain't you know suburbs. A lot of them are surprised that I'm mm -hmm. on, that I'm actually at their door. Like, did you really, brother Ben X? And so it shows them that I'm not just somebody online, the next influencer online that's talking. So there when they see go. me at the store, or they see me in the neighborhood, and they see what I'm doing as far as uplifting. They know that it's not just talking, and it makes them feel like okay, he's out there. And not only is he teaching online, but this dude actually came to my door. So that's the only thing that I can really see. As far as that, because everything that I do is like digital, and I think that's a, a good lane. You got it. You got it. And that so is straight exactly, up on point. And that's what we try to tell people because when we got our um, Ebony Magazine Couple of the Year honor, yeah, a lot of people, like I said, we didn't have a lot of followers. People didn't know us and, and different things like that, but people were wondering how we got, because we always got the question, how you guys get honored by Ebony? It was because of our prison world work and the work we did with inmates and their families in the magazine. We used to print Prison World Magazine. That's how we got our Ebony honor, because of our community work. Our community work is what brought us to the focus. So, and so, so that, that, only, that only strengthens your presence online. Right. You do that. Yeah, believe it. And and trust me, you're gonna have um, so many people saying, "I can't be online all the time." You know, I, I can't I can't be online all that. I just you know I I just can't do that. But re, uh, reiterate 
the purpose of online and how the time is now and how the do for self mantra do and your do for self 2.0 because your generation your do for self uh mantra is going to sustain us and help progress us you know move us forward well for me one of my uh when it comes to finances is this um i focus on passive impact versus passive income because the more people we impact the income will come um, a lot of people are focused on money. Brother Ben X, how can I make money? Brother Ben X, I just mm -hmm. need some more money. And I try <laughs> to tell people, it. if you focus on money, uh, that's the wrong thing you're focusing on. Because when you think about the dollar, it's fiat. It's a fiat dollar. It's not backed by gold or silver. So it's not really worth anything only because we believe it. So the Federal Reserve is printing off money every single day. And what people are buying is value. So somebody would invest in me because they see I'm valuable. Somebody would get this card because they see it's valuable. Somebody would get this because they see it's valuable. So the more valuable I am and the more of an asset that I am and the more service I can bring to people and the more valuable I am to people, the more money I will get. So they say money is currency, so currency flows. So as an ex-basketball player, I give this analogy. Well, when you're looking at Michael Jordan, when you're looking at Kobe Bryant, when you're looking at Allen Iverson, these are people who got a lot of touches in their basketball game. These are a lot of people who got a lot of shots in the basketball game. How did they get a lot of shots? How did they get a lot of touches? Because the ball is also flowing and, and, and passed around on a basketball court. But he who has the most skill, he who is most valuable, going to have the ball in his hand a lot or the most because they're the ones going to put the ball in the hoop. Well, if I can increase my skill, if I can increase my talent, if I can increase how valuable I am, the more touches of money I will receive. And then think about it like this. Yes, we're protesting. Yes, we're doing all these things. But our children need schools to go to. Our children need foods to eat. Our children need life insurance or you need life insurance. So anything happens to you before you get to the wealth, maybe you can buy the wealth. So if anything happens, nobody, no celebrity, nobody online got to pay for your funeral. Not only is your funeral covered, but your, your, your children got 200000 300000 400000 whatever your policy is. So I think doing for self is very um, important because of this reason. If I have a creative mind, which God can bless me with, or somebody else has a creative mind and we want to move out with them and do something for the community, if he calls me and say, hey, Brother Ben X, I got this thing. I need you to be there from such and such and so-and-so. Well, what's going to happen when I'm working for somebody else from nine to five? I'm going to say, hey, man, I'm unavailable. Every opportunity has come, hey, man, I'm unavailable. Now, every time I get an a, a idea to do something, the thought comes in my mind. Here go the devil creeping up. You ain't going to be able to do that, man. You know you got work. You know you're going to be going to work. You ain't got no time to do that. So now when yeah. we're freeing ourselves and then we got an asset that's paying the bill, not me paying the bill, but my asset is paying the bill. Now whatever idea Allah has blessed me with, I can make it come into fruition. I can make it happen. And then my children got something that they can step into versus me telling them, go to school so you can get good grades so you can work for somebody else the rest of your life while they're looking at you miserable on Sundays because you got to go back to work and then you're happy on Friday because you're off. So you're showing right. them that you don't like this, but then you're telling them to repeat this cycle. So uh, I think doing for self is very important and getting online with digital real estate is, is what I teach. 
because physical real estate is, is is cool, but the cash flow to me is a little bit better online. Plus, I don't have to go into all of the debt people go into, which actually the bank own these businesses, the bank own these homes, because you have to go borrow so much from the debt. And if you miss a payment or two or you don't pay your taxes or whatever, now that whole thing you've been working for, the bank own it now. But with digital real estate is how I describe that, you know, just to give a small example, if I got some land, I still got to pay land taxes. If I pay off the whole mortgage on a home, I still got to pay those property taxes. Well, Facebook is like land. Instagram is like land. YouTube is like land. I get paid from Facebook, but Facebook still gets their cut. I get paid from YouTube, but YouTube still gets their cut. But here's the difference. There's only 57,255,000 square miles that we are taught. So there's only so many homes that you can make or that you can build. That's what makes it so valuable. That's what makes it real estate because you can't print it off like money. However, online, I got over 200,000, I got over 2,000 properties online. What do you mean, Brother Ben? Well, with your physical property, the more valuable that physical property is, the more money you can receive. The more valuable your land is, if it grow food, if it do this, the more money you can receive. Well, if I make a video, create some content, or I got an institute online, the more valuable that institute is, the more valuable I can charge. The more valuable my YouTube, my, my video is, the more money I receive, and then my cash flow can be thousands versus three fifty a door, five hundred a door. So I can have all these videos going on, and then check this out: I can do an ad and reach fifty thousand people. And what if out of those fifty thousand people, five hundred people buy your product for one fifty? Or what if you got some money? Look, money, you got a thousand dollars, two thousand, and then you can reach five hundred thousand people. And out of those 500,000 people, you took my course and you know how to do your content. You know how to do this. You know how to do that. Out of those 500,000, 10,000. Or let's just say 1,000, buy your book, buy your product. Well, what's 1,000 times $150? What's 1,000 times $97? What's 1,000 times $47? So when you switch your mindset, see, when I was working at the job, my warehouse job, I was getting paid $12 an hour. So my calculation was based on hours. But guess what? There's only 24 hours in a day. Guess what? There's only one brother being. So I'm always going to have a glass ceiling. So if I do 12 times 12, I already know, man, that's 144. But with my own product, with my own intellectual property, instead of me doing 12 times 12 hours, I can do 12 times 12,000 people and make a whole bunch more money in less time. And see, that's I've done it, so I know exactly yeah, what you're talking we, we about. Know what you're talking about, but it's hard. I might be an old dude, but I, I'm on with y'all, young folks. You ain't that old. Mm -hmm. We the same age. I'm on with these young we folks, the same though. Age. And mm -hmm. I just yeah, don't, don't you blur mm -hmm. nothing out, nothing. Okay. So, but I understand what you're talking about. We're gonna un back it up and unpack a little bit what you're saying, and then we're gonna get to some questions because we got some questions here. Back it up a little bit. What you're saying, unpacking that. Digital real estate is great. The um the GoFundMe has really spoiled this generation, you know, and not willing to, you know, put in work as far as funerals and stuff is concerned. Our our people have always struggled and passed the, the plate and had the fish fries and different things as far as trying to pay for funerals, you know, which is is, is outrageous. So giving people a way to do for self and to be I'm able to, to have that money, you know, and everything. That would be a, a great tool. You just told them how to right. do it. They ain't got to worry about no GoFundMe. That's the other part. But you just said, said a whole bunch of stuff. You said a whole bunch of stuff. You have people that I don't, I can't even say it's ADD or anything like that or whatever. But to unpack that, 
you know, to unpack like step by step, just like you said, you told them what to do and this is what you have to do. Yeah. You got some people, we've had, we've had serial businesses, right? Entertainment company, we've done CD duplication. We used to do concert promotions, you know, all these little uh, rappers and hippity hops and stuff and stuff or whatever. We used to work with all these people. You, know, <laughs> you sound like Cedric the Entertainer when he said that. <laughs> don't be don't we, be dropping no names. Uh, I ain't gonna name drop. Like no Bow Wow and We used to work huh? with all these people. Oh. We used to book them for concerts and different stuff like that. We've done all of this, right? But you still have some people that is so easy. I bet you them cats wouldn't even know who I was today. To do an LLC, they don't even go do their paperwork for LLC. So now when you got COVID nineteen that came in and Congress then sent down all this money or whatever with the PPP protection stuff or whatever, they can't even get money for their businesses because they never legitimized it. It's mm. never, you know, been a legitimate business. So now you got issues. But this is what I'm saying as far as our people. We gotta get our people to a point where it's serious. Yeah, because if they did give us reparations, everybody wouldn't know what to do with it. We'll give it right back tomorrow. <laughs> that and more. That and more. I'll be so, like, call, call X. Yeah. So, <laughs> or or being X. Or you bet call somebody. Unpacking that. Yeah, unpacking that for people. And we applaud you for what you do because it's like you have to constantly do it over and over and over and over again. So let's put the, let's see what the people are asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you not have these people holding on too long? Okay. I was trying to help y'all out, but uh, somebody liked to talk. How can we better control our emotions during times like these and put them to better use? Um, I would say log off of social media for a couple of days if you are not somebody who creates content like myself. Um, seeing so much drama, Dr. Wesley talked about, you know, it actually lowers our testosterone when we continue to see ourselves being killed and losing uh, in the community. Uh, he also says, even if you're watching yourself on film winning, it increases the testosterone. So I would say, stop just looking at all the drama. You know, everybody's sending me videos about who got killed. This, oh, my God. This, that. Oh. What about the solution? Just say, man, let's, let's bring some solutions to it. Uh, whether if you got to go listen, what I do, I go listen to the minister. I don't know if you got to listen to music. I don't know if you got to pray, but find your release and don't get so indulged in negativity because your mind is very important. So if I put McDonald's every day in my body, what do you think is going to happen? Well, if yeah. I feed myself on negativity, you're going to be Ronald. Yeah, if I feed myself in negativity every day <laughs> mentally, what do I think is going to happen? I'm going to get bad results. I may throw up, not throw up physically, but I'm throwing up mentally. I found myself yesterday, I told somebody to shut up, you know, because I got so much, you know, I got so, you know, angered and frustrated that I start throwing up, you know what I mean? So you just got to find yourself, find your peace and kind of bag back a little bit, you know, and uh, capture your thoughts and then have a list together. I think once we have a list together of things that we need to do, uh, that's what can keep us focused. So whatever you know it is, I don't know if it's your diet, I don't know if it's your finances, I don't know what it is for you, but have that list written down. So now we can take that energy that's built up and then say, oh, I'm going to knock out number one today. Then I'm going to knock out number two today. Or oh, I'm going to do number three. And then do it that way. I think that will be a good a good little uh, strategy to use. Yeah, but, but, but he hit that. Take, take off. Shut down the internet. And also, if you watch a lot of TV, shut off the TV. Which I tell you, Read you do all a book. the time. And that book be look, coming in handy. Don't be reading me. No more headlines. I don't want to hear well, it. I play my PlayStation, too. But, yeah, you go play the PlayStation. I try to do something That's to get good. my mind off That's of it. That's good for you. You play the PlayStation. But, yeah, shut it off 
Find, find something senseless. Do what X said. You know, just just take some mental health time and 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 think about your goals because after all of this is said and done, we still have to live. We still right. have to thrive. We still have families to take care of. You know, we still have to fight COVID nineteen. We still have. You know, even though we have a business, our business didn't. We didn't get stimulated. We ain't got no stimulation over mm-hmm. here. None. So. We're, we're still having to like figure it out in order to you know sustain as far as stuff is concerned oh i pivot so, all the time yeah and one, one second can, one second go ahead i'll talk to the people yeah and if you can for the person who uh asked that question take take a long bubble bath you know just just do something take go outside take it every walk, day. you know just bask in the sun you know just just do something different than constantly watching you know that stuff all the time don't watch everything that people send to your inboxes but we know how y'all do you, you, you stop watching for about three or four hours then you take a little peek ah let me see what's happening exactly it's like you're addicted to it no, right really you want to see the marks like everybody's going live from these protests and everything and you just want to be on and involved and you don't want to miss anything i'll be missing it a lot that's why y'all be trying to catch me up throwing me all them videos right we blacked out all of two Tuesday, pretty much for us, and also to to make sure that we had the support we needed. In oh, our I blacked out for real. I went to from sleep. our non-black um, allies. You know, we have a lot of white allies on Twitter, and we wanted to make sure they were aligned. Are right they really Twitter. my allies? So, not not posting on Instagram and Twitter for all of Tuesday, you know, and then we got these messages of concern from people. So, you know, it made us feel good. Let people feel your absence. You know, don't always can, be present. Can we get on to the next question here? Yeah, I got about I got about fifteen. I got a class so I'm teaching at seven, so I got about fifteen minutes. Oh, we gonna let you go, brother. We don't like to hold people. Let's get to these other. Uh, it feels up to me. You already be gone, man. I'll be trying to make it quick. I'm gonna take this. <laughs> I'm gonna take this one because it's controversial. Is Christianity fake? And if so, give us the truth if you don't mind. Ooh. Now you know what. This is probably a whole. That is. You know, a, that's a whole class by itself. <laughs> a whole show, but yeah. I give mean, them, uh, give them two minutes, and then we gonna give our two minutes. Well, I'll put it this way. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches in churches, um, and we know that many of our people are in churches, and we know that the Quran says that Allah will accept nothing on a judgment day uh, besides Islam. So he was asked, well, when you go into these different churches, why don't you tell them that they got to accept Islam? He says, what is Islam? Islam is submission to do the will of God. One who, and a Muslim is one who submits his or her will to do the will of God. Some say Islam is peace. Well, we're not we're not gonna gang bang on titles like the brothers in the streets do, and then we get we get religious, and now we want to gang bang on titles. So when you look at the Bible, Jesus says, "Not my will be done, but Thy will be done." Well, hold on. What is a Muslim? A Muslim is one who submits their will to do the will of God. Let's go back to the scripture. He says, "Not my will uh, uh, be done, but Thy will be done." Well, he put it this way: Well, if you're a Hebrew Israelite. And you submitting your will to do the will of God, that's Islam. I don't I don't care if you call it, I don't care what you call it, but that's Islam by definition. See, he says we are righteous by nature, wicked only by circumstance. So if we was left alone and we wasn't born in uh sin shaped in iniquity, learning these things from other people, uh, naturally we would submit our will to Allah, because that's all we would know, because that's our nature. And so if it's Christianity that you call it and you submit your will to do the will of God, and you're striving to 
uh, uh, bring people out of oppression and you're striving to uh, do the will of Allah, even if you don't necessarily open up a Quran, that's Islam. By okay. definition, for me, I'm going to give my quick minute. For those, I, I'm going oh, to oh, give my quick my minute because yeah, we're going to run out of time. But that's okay. For those who do not know us or know anything about I was raised in the church. I mean, I've been Muslim over 20, almost 30 years. I've been, you know, but I was raised in the church, grew up in the church, uh, adult Bible school. Bible study on Wednesday, uh, Thursday, yes, Friday, choir, Saturday, Sunday. The usher board. Can you come skating one yeah. day? Nope, I got to go all back of, to the Bible All of thing. that, all of that. You know, Easter, Easter Sunday speech, all of that. Okay, mm -hmm. the church, right? Um, there was something about that that did not sit right with me and the questions that I asked, they could not answer. The people that I looked up to grew up with different things. When I started to question, they could not. But when I met my husband and his uh, family, not my husband at the time, his family, and was introduced to Islam, a lot of those questions were resolved for me. So to say that Christianity is a fake religion, there's some non-truths um, that the religion holds. And there's some things that people hold on to that are Christians that's not necessarily the origin of the religion. But if you read the Quran, you would also know that Allah allows into paradise whom he wills. And there are some Christians like in Ethiopia and different things like that who actually worship like Muslims. So you uh, I don't know about all that, but uh, I will say this, uh, what Brother X said, as far as Islam, I mean, it's, 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 if you believe that God is one and you're willing to do the work for him and him alone, um, which they were told in the Bible, nobody, I, I would just say this, because I'm going to end it. Nobody, God didn't say you were Christian. They called themselves Christians, right? So that didn't come, only thing came from God was, I am one and worship me. Jesus told us the same thing. And so Christianity is, is something they made up back in the, the centuries. And this is something that we follow, something we was given when they brought us to this land. It was something that we were given, but I'm gonna leave that alone because I said that's a, it's a whole nother conversation. This could be a whole nother show, brother Ben. Yeah, you know the minister, <laughs> the, the, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan said, "Your mother told me, your mother told you three plus four equals seven. Mine told me six plus one equals seven, and somebody else says seven plus zero equals seven. And uh, because we are, we have different equations." Uh, we beef and we bicker amongst each other and we argue amongst each other and we don't come together in unity because of the different equations. But if you get down to the root knowledge and not the branch knowledge, we all get into the same answer, seven. So that's how I end that, uh, that particular answer. There you go. Well, before we go, we're going to have to send you a shirt. So let me one know. more question. No, uh, we ain't gonna, look. The man got a class. All I'm saying is, we you need to get to these people questions early. We ain't early. here to mess with his money, okay? So the man got a class. We ain't gonna hold him up. All right, we gotta send you a shirt. Got two different kinds. We gonna send you this one. The get up, show up, level up. It comes in blue and black. Or you have this one. The black oak dope only comes in black. Let us know what size. What does it say? Black oak dope. I like black that one better. Dope. You got a you got a medium. A <laughs> we, we we might have a small. <laughs> it's a medium. It comes it comes with a we have ball caps too. We have ball caps with these. So and I see you with the ball caps. So we'll see that as well. All right. So drop your address in our DMs.
thank everybody for joining us. And we may have the brother back when he's not so busy, but we appreciate him being here. He's uh, busy. I'm busy. He's going to call me off my stuff. I'm trying to get some stuff done around here. If you guys are interested in the Blackwell Dope shirts, uh, you can find them at blackwelldope.com. As a matter of fact, let me put it here in the comments. Brother Ben, you got any final words? Tell people how to get in touch with you. Um, Instagram. Brother Ben X, Facebook Brother Ben X, uh, Brother Ben or Book Brother Ben X at gmail.com. If anybody's uh, is interested in my digital real estate, uh, my digital real estate course, <clears throat> you can click the link in my bio. Anybody who knows somebody who has been arrested uh, and they shouldn't have been and they got into an altercation and they found themselves in jail. We have a group of lawyers and attorneys we've been uh, collaborating with behind the scenes, and we created an intake link. So if you click the link in my bio, go down to the bottom, have them fill out that, and that'll get them in contact with the lawyer so they can get some kind of help uh, during this trying time. And just remember, man, that today is the first day of the rest of your life, and you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Choice is ours.